Hey everybody, Chad Parsons here and wanted to give an update for the UTH rankings and trade calculator on the site currently because updating for the future year for the off season is a deep process. Uh, there's a lot of feeder information that goes into that. It's granular, which is by player. There's also some macro things, which goes into age curves, positional value, and the like. And I have decided, um, and I think I did this last year, that around this time, which is we start getting trade deadlines. So it's heading into week 13. Uh, week 12 is sort of on the early side, I would say now. 13, 14 is probably the common end date for a lot of trade deadlines. And then obviously, we always push for some trade deadlines to not exist. You know, that there really hasn't been that cataclysmic wreck your league, uh, someone quote unquote buying a title. Um, so a lot of people fear that if you have no trade deadline, that that will negatively affect the competitive balance of a dynasty league. Haven't really seen that, haven't really talked to a lot of my peers and have heard situations like that. Very, very sparse and uncommon. Uh, so I would, what I would say is at a minimum, have a discussion with your league in the off season to see if there's enough interest in either putting the trade deadline later in the season or having none at all. And maybe you do a one-year experiment just to see how things go because I believe it hinders the, uh, the teams out of the playoffs just as much as hindering the teams in the playoffs to make moves to make their teams and their team situations for the current year, the future year, better. Uh, back to the trade calculator and the dynasty rankings. So what I have decided is this week, uh, and it's already on the site if you're going to go check after listening to this, is I have updated a lot of the age feeder data. Um, so we're going to do this in segments. And my goal is to have everything ready to go when the fantasy season ends, that everything is updated and complete for the off season. Now, the granular going player by player, analyzing them um, with their career arc, what exactly did they do this year and their outlook for next year? Yes, that is occurring on a regular basis, but it's not happening at large for the 550 plus players that every single player is getting weekly analysis and love. And frankly, that's a little overzealous and uh, not really required when you look at the, the lens of dynasty player value. Um, so that's the thing that does occur at the end of the season. And the end of the season now is week 17, the end of the fantasy season. That's what I use for production. It does not include the last week of the season, which is week 18 in this case. But what has been updated, and I think this is an important note. So all ages have been rolled over to their next most important game. And again, I'm doing this because when trade deadlines occur, you're done. Uh, you, there's the waiver wire, but that's it. There is no big, I'm looking at this this dynasty trade that affects this year and obviously affects the future, that in the next seven to 10 days, largely dynasty leagues trade deadlines will already be complete and in place. So, uh, and again, we're all about making dynasty trades anyway. So if you're making something that is strictly or largely for this season, then in my opinion, that leads to more problems than good. You have to make a dynasty trade. We say that all the time. So what has been adjusted again? It has been the age 
curves and that is based on historical information that is based on each individual position and one thing that i would say is probably different than other analytical approaches and a lot of the discussion i've heard is a lot of people just go strictly by age 24 years old versus 26 years old and one year equals one year well a lot of my historical research has shown that when you look at prime windows of production you have seen that you you have heard that phrase many times from me over the years and what that means and implies is that you have these windows and i'm looking at the chart right now that that 26 years old uh, at running back is maybe a, a little more uncertain than 24 or 28 when you look at what does the next 12 months mean for their value or what does that do to their probabilities for a peak season a high level season for them it may not be a high level season of top five or six for the position or something like that but it's relative to their personal career arc and, and their customized one. So them having a high level or peak season is can be different than another players. It might be wide receiver 16 is near a peak season or prime year season for them. And for other players, it might be elite. It might be top five. Others, it might be uh, top 20. So that's the type of thing that what the prime window is sort of a universal term, and it does apply to every player. And I should say every productive player, because if, you, if you're never productive and you're just constantly on the fringe, then wide receiver 86 versus wide receiver 101 and those types of things, you're not even on the grid. You're not even on the map. So that doesn't even really count. Uh, so just know that going from age you know, 23 to 24 may be a very, very soft decline, if you will, um, and may not even affect them at all uh, in the grand scheme of comparing player to player in the UTH player value universe. Yet, when you're at 26 going to 27 at running back, that may be a much more pronounced and, and graphic drop in, in a lot of that feeder information that goes into the age scores and uh, age multipliers there. Um, so that would be one of the big things that has been adjusted already in the player values. Um, and again, so the raw age is one factor. And the other factor goes into things like roster spot security for Dynasty. We don't look in a 10-year window. We look at a smaller window because going back to roster retention uh, that I did as part of, I'm trying to think uh, what publications it was in, um, but I, I've mentioned it on podcasts before. I think there was, there's, there's still a, a article that is pinned at UTH about this that a lot of players, like you'd be surprised how much your roster turns over uh, on your on your dynasty teams. And that means you are really investing in players for smaller windows than you think. You might have 75% of your roster by three, four years from now is different. And in 25 man rosters, that means you, you might only have five, six, seven players on your roster that you had three years ago. Part of that is rookie drafting, part of that is trading, part of that is just attrition in those final roster spots of, hey, I, I scrubbed the waiver wire. That guy's not going to make it the next two weeks for me. Uh, but again, rewinding three years ago, they're long since gone. You might have picked them up twice since then and dropped them each time uh, after, after a, little, a little chunk. So 
Uh, those types of things are additional feeder elements. What's ahead for the rankings and trade calculator updates? That's going to be the granular uh, career arc analysis. And typically when a player exits with a, with a season-ending injury, I already accelerate their age, but now every player has accelerated their age to week one of next year. That's in terms of dynasty trading, that's their next most important game. Because again, we're assuming that you're, if you are going to make a trade in these last you know, seven to 10 days or whatever, and then most leagues will be locked, if not all of them, with dynasty trading, that you're going to be looking at the lens of next year as well, of course. But uh, each individual player, like I said, if they have a season-ending injury, typically, if that's week eight, week 10, whatever it is, they already have an analysis done for looking ahead because their season is over. Their, their, next, their next most important game projected is week one of now 2022. And then the other thing is, so I'm going to basically, the more static a player is or position is in terms of getting a, it doesn't have to, you know, the difference between analyzing a player that finishes as wide receiver three versus wide receiver five or QB six versus QB nine, it's not a, a massive difference in doing their career arc and trend analysis. So uh, the players that are more static and not as much up in the air, they are going to get analyzed first. So what you're going to see and what I'm going to do is every single week when I analyze players and they are adjusted, I'm just going to put on the trade calculator page a list of the players. And it might be tedious. Uh, I'll actually put them maybe at the bottom so it doesn't junk up the page. But I'm going to do a list uh, of players so that you know if they've been completely analyzed and if I view them as relatively static for the rest of the season in terms of don't see a wide range obviously (laughs) doing this hundreds of times over the next few weeks there's going to be some players that have to be re-scrubbed because somebody turns from wide receiver 50 to wide receiver 35 and that is a a big enough change if they go on a hot streak to close the season to uh, you know, change things. And especially younger players, because there's higher variance. Uh, maybe if it's players that could be affected by injury, looking at you running backs. Um, so those types of players. So we're probably going to start with things like quarterback, tight end, the top of the position, or maybe, like I said, players that have either fallen out of graphic favor on their depth chart, maybe been benched, things like that that are a lot more straightforward in when we look back and say, how did 2021 go for that player? So I'm going to start there, but my goal is to be able to hit the ground running with things like the UTH big board for rookie prospects in 2022 and really start the draft process uh, in fervent because we're going to week 17 goes all the way into January this year. And that is different than previous years. We've extended it by a week. So I really want to get the best start possible. And that's not going to happen. It's probably going to take me close to a week if I were to wait on all of this rollover stuff until the fantasy season is complete. So a head start is basically mandatory for me. And this is the best and softest way I can imagine of, of doing it so that it doesn't make it so, oh, well, in the, in the player values, quarterbacks are accurate, running backs are not, and tight ends are all over the place. Trying to do it as simplified and streamlined across the positions as possible. So I'm going to have a running list of who has been 
scrubbed and updated and that's going to be going forward i hope to get here leading up to week 13 sunday kickoff hope to get some of that done uh you know already kickstart that with players and then as i said a lot of the feeder data a lot of those uh, macro updates on age career arcs prime windows of production things like that have already been updated uh, across and universally all right, so that's some information there. Uh, I would say, obviously, this is going on the UTH mainstream. It's not a premium show. Uh, these sort of backstory things are the type of thing you get with premium podcasts, uh, in addition to, obviously, players, trades, and, and strategy, um, real, uh, I would say, real granular information on players, deep dives, and uh, you know, sort of the how-to and what to do uh, with your dynasty teams. Uh, but this is the backstory stuff that I used to do. Uh, I think two or three years in a row, I did a, an audio book where I recorded chapters throughout the year, and it was sort of a journal on my journey for that year as a dynasty analyst, website operator, and, and podcast host. And if you, if you enjoy things like this, hearing the backstory, uh, you can find that with premium UTH shows, um, trending towards o over 300 for this season, for this year in 2021. Usually it's over 250 at a minimum. And again, you get, get all of this on any podcasting app you like. You can get that over at uthdynasty.com. And I would also say uh, some of these backstory and exclusive content is also available if you want to support it on a monthly basis. Uh, there's a VIP chat if you'd like to be involved with some of the, the biggest dynasty and most successful dynasty owners out there. Uh, I'm in there and we talk dynasty 24 seven, uh, whether it's in season, off season, trading, startup drafts, uh, waiver wire every single week. I do a strategy session weekly, a live call in season, and we do it one to two times a month in the off season. Um, all those things are available at, as, as potential, uh, features and benefits there at patreon.com slash U T H. So good luck to everybody in your closing stretch of the season. If you got one or two weeks left in the regular season, let's hope you get the tiebreakers you need. Let's hope you get uh, securing that playoff spot. Let's hope if you're tight for a buy that you end up getting that one win or one loss from an opponent that you need to squeeze to get in, get those matchups, get those bye weeks. And again, always plan ahead. Thank you so much for listening. I am Chad Parsons. And until next time, never settle, refuse to be average, and keep building those dynasties.